What's going on, everybody? And we're back for another episode of Mia with myself, Abby Knights, and the ladies. What's up, y'all? Lorna Litz here. And... Hi, my name is Ariel Yagmi. And today we have a special guest on the show, Giselle. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. Like, let's give you a round of applause. <laughs> so excited to have you on the show. Model, actress, insanely talented. Towards the end of the episode, we're definitely going to dive into some of what you've got going on and what you might have coming up. Today is episode 14, and it's all about la oscuridad detrás de la máscara, which, if you don't speak Spanish, basically just means the truth behind the mask. I think that in today's society, people have a tendency to hide behind how they really feel who they really are it's like there's a constant facade that everybody's got up because we're all trying to fit this mold that society's created of popularity status anyway the list is endless we'll definitely be diving into that so you know a-list life so many people crave it I mean, just how many times have you heard people talk about, oh, my God, it would be so cool to be famous. I wish I was rich and in the spotlight and I had paparazzi behind me. I think about that oh, makes well. me cringe. But, <laughs> you know, other people me, like I never really thought about it. Yeah, other people are like, I would love that. I would love to like live Kim Kardashian's life. And I'm like, but do you know that Kim Kardashian has like serious, legit next level stalkers, like people that are super mm -hmm. obsessed with her, like her life is not. Yes, she makes a lot of money. Yes, she's successful and she's beautiful, but it's not all it's cracked up to be. There's a lot of scary parts to it. And I think that a lot of people don't understand that a life in the spotlight can legitimately lead to serious damaging psychological effects and that's the part that mm -hmm. nobody wants to talk about the paranoia the lack of trust the yeah. isolation that people put themselves in depression a lot of people that seem the happiest are really really struggling the most behind closed doors so i really wanted to kind of discuss a little bit of what that effect is like because i think we've all experienced a certain degree of what life is like in entertainment and how that can lead to social anxiety depression like i was mentioning paranoia lack of trust and it can become really really overwhelming and stressful especially when people around you are always trying to take from you how many times have you been in a room and all of a sudden it's like 20 different people want the same thing or your phone will be ringing and it's like oh my god hey can you do this for me oh my god so can you do this can you hook me up can you talk to so-and-so can you call so-and-so can you get me in here and I don't know about you but I look at my phone sometimes and I'm like can I just chuck this thing in the water somewhere because it's like <laughs> it's so overwhelming and then yeah. you know people don't understand what the spotlight effect really can turn into and it changes people and the, the sad part is even when you want to speak out like Kodak Black just recently did. I don't know if you guys saw that they put up his tweets where he's talking about how isolated he feels and how he feels like women just play with his heart and people that he thinks are friends are just using him. And people are laughing at this and saying, oh, but he looks crazy or like something is wrong with him or this is the society that we live in today. So I definitely wanted this to be a super open discussion about 
how each one of us feels because it's affected all of us differently. I mean, you guys know being on set, whole different set of pressure, you know, and it's not even out at that point. But it's a lot to take on and it really has a very deep effect on all of us, I think, emotionally and psychologically. So since the rest of the world doesn't speak up, I figured we should. <laughs> so what are your ladies' thoughts on this? Dun, dun, dun. Let's not all go at once. Giselle, what do you think since you're our guest of honor? Let's go ahead and put yeah. you in the hot seat real quick. What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> no, for sure. I, I, I definitely um, agree to that. I actually, I grew up uh, on YouTube, so I started really young. Um, at nine years old, I was in a musical group. So basically, I, I grew up doing music videos and just putting out content. So I was very much in the public eye as a child. And it started off as a thing that I loved to do. You know, it was, it was just kind of like a fun thing to do, shoot videos with my friends and upload them. But then it got to a point where, you know, it, it started getting more visibility in, and it got more eyes on it. A lot of people were would comment and there'd be haters. And then it kind of made me more self-conscious. And it made me notice a few things that I wouldn't notice about, you know, my my face or my body and certain things that you know people comment on and, and you don't really take into consideration until other people are constantly saying them and and just like you know the, the general expectations that people set on social media these days i feel like it's it's so hard because you know you're scrolling on social media and you see all these unrealistic expectations of how people are living their life and you're like okay well why <laughs> why why isn't my life like that but mm -hmm. you know yeah. it's just like everyone kind of lives um a, just a completely different side of themselves and and that's kind of what they show to the world but that isn't necessarily who they are and i think that because of that it's just, it's, it's not good for the mental health of of anyone you know teenagers and, and in general anyone who consumes media um yeah <laughs> those are my yeah. thoughts but, but for sure uh just in general you know being being so much in the public eye and, and uh, being so involved in social media material i bet you also know this what we were talking about it just like yeah two days ago we prepared a movie and you know both both her and i were just constantly like judging each little movement we would do on screen because we're so oh, yeah. uh it's 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 more or less like we're just paranoid or or just like kind of said of what other people would think or how people view us as and it's this mm -hmm. constant like you know thing of like oh is it enough for people like me and it, it sucks truly well uh, what a lot of people don't realize with acting is that the industry itself is so hard and when people see your social media a lot of times they're only seeing the success they're not seeing the bits in between. And if you book a lot of things close together, you know, or if we book your stuff in general, a lot of people assume that it just came easily, but it can be like years of training, hard work, it can be, um, you know, choosing one opportunity over another and different things like that. And then when you do a project, um, it's really exciting, but it's really nerve wracking at the same time, because then you're on set with, um, with big producers, big executives and film studios, and you're like, no, I'm, I'm actually here. I'm doing this right now. And it's um, and it's really trippy. And then when you finish it, you wait for the project and you feel like you're on top of the world when you go to different movie premieres, events, and um, you're getting paparazzi and things like that. And then it goes through like a slow stage. And I, and I tell people, I'm like, this is why 
actors get depressed because um because I start thinking about people like Keith Ledger or just um there's I mean there's so many actors that have had like a history of like drug and alcohol abuse and I think a lot of it is because they'll do a project where they put their heart and soul into it and it takes such a mental toll and then they're on top of the world for a while and then it just all just dies down and then you're like sitting here like what am I doing like what do I yeah. do now or like and it's, and then it's the stress like what is the next job gonna be you know yeah so that's like a large that's a, that's like a large bit of stress that comes with it because everything's baking on if people just happen to like your look if people just happen to like the way you say these lines if it was the way they envisioned it and then they get down to the final few after auditioning thousands of people for one role and then you know it'll come down to like hair length hair color if they're willing to cut or dye their hair skin color you know and it's just like yeah and crazy. they'll be so picky about everything yeah it's so crazy i mean i love this industry i love every single part of it but i do see why people get depressed over it and it's just like yeah. i love to i love to stay busy um i like to have different things going on and um yeah it's, it's a struggle especially when you know you're not a kid that's born into money or born into the industry or anything like that Cause i was the polar opposite like yeah. i was not into the industry at all you know so it's like it's hard to break into that world because then you meet kids that were not only were born rich but then they're like they have like big producer dads or director parents or whatever and you're just like dang like this is this is real right now like this is the game this is what it is you know mm. yeah for so, sure i yeah, i could totally yeah. relate to that like i i definitely feel like you know um, going back to what Ariel said about like working and like being in the moment and like just being so consumed in the project and then boom, it's done, it's over. And you're just like, okay, waiting for the next one. So like I did a, a reality show. We did two seasons, season one and two of Curvy Girls and it's on Amazon Prime. And I remember like just being on set and just like the high of it, you know, just having to, to be, you know, be on set, hair and makeup, um, traveling, we, you know, we traveled a lot. And, and then we shot two seasons back to back and it was like, just like my schedule was like completely swamped. Then I had my modeling career as well. I was doing photo shoots, I was doing big campaigns. And then once we were done, I'm just like, okay, you know, we didn't get renewed for a third season. I'm like, oh my God, so is this it? Like, <laughs> like there's no more seasons. I'm like, yeah. okay, so I want the next one. Like, I want the next job. It's like this kind of like a drug, especially when you love what you do for a living. Totally. You know, like you become like addicted to it. And it's almost like, man, I just want to continue working. Um, I do have to say that when it was released and people started recognizing me in public, I always thought, I always imagined as a little girl, like, I want people to know my name. I want my name in like sparkling lights and so on and so forth. But the reality of it, at least for me, and, and this is how I felt, like when I was recognized, when I was stopped on the street or someone was like, oh my God, Lorna Liz, like I saw you on Curvy Girls or oh my God, like you're my favorite model. Like I see you all the time in Torrid. Um, I got shy. Like I didn't realize that I'm actually pretty shy when it comes to a situation like that. I didn't know how to like react. I didn't know how to even like be normal. It was so weird. Like they wanted my picture and they wanted my autograph. And I'm like, oh my God, um, what is this? Like, <laughs> you know, and then I became I did the same thing. 
like Giselle said, you know, I became self-conscious. And then I was thinking, oh, my God, like, my hair is not really done today. Like, I didn't have that much makeup <laughs> on. Like, now I have this selfie floating around on social media. Like, who's going to see mm-hmm. this? Oh, my God. Like, you know, and <laughs> I just, like, completely got into my head. And I'm like, I don't know if I like, you know, I love working. I love, I love being busy. I love working. But I don't know if I like to have that spotlight come out and about. You know? And it gets, like, let me tell you. People get so aggressive when yeah. it comes to people that they really look up to. It looks like I've got my hair sticking out. Look at that. Um, <laughs> but it anyway, um, it. I mean, I've I've had issues with that, and I've been stalked. I've had very obsessive yeah. stalkers. I've had some really, really, really scary situations. And it's not easy and cool like everyone thinks like, oh, well, today I'm just going to get up and I'm going to a premiere here and I'm dating this celebrity and and it's pictures and red carpets and glitz and glamour and life is just so amazing. It's like it reminds me of like the jazz fingers that they had on. um, Was it Bring It On where he's like, ah, you know, like (laughs) that is not at all what that feels like when you are out. And you have people following you. It doesn't matter if it's like hundreds or two or three or one. It is yeah. it is a very unsettling feeling when you know that someone is watching everything that you're doing. They're taking pictures oh of you like you can't look around. You can't touch this. You know, celebrities come out with the big glasses, the hat and the everything because it's like if somebody does recognize me, I'm good to go. If I got to take a picture, I got to do something. But most of the time. They just want to fly under the radar and be normal because life in the spotlight is very challenging and it's very draining all the way around. Not taking away like, listen, when you choose this life, here's the thing. It comes with that. When you have fans, take the time to sign an autograph. Take the photo. That is why you get to live the lifestyle you do at the same time. There is that other side to it where it's kind of like, okay, this gets a little scary, you know, yeah, when you're ordering sure. food to be delivered and it's showing up with weird notes inside pizza boxes or <laughs> weird, like it's, it's so strange, but this is real life. You know, people, people do yeah. become very obsessive the same way that they look up to you. Other people just mentally are not in the same space and yeah. it can become very dangerous, especially for Pretty women sure. and even for men. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I got friends in the business. They are men. They done been through some shh, okay. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, come on now. That couldn't have possibly happened like how you're saying it happened. Like, there's no way somebody did this. And then they were hiding outside and jumping over bushes and taking pictures. And I was like, you for sure dated them, right? Like, something went down. <laughs> like, y'all had a little song song. Come on, like, you could tell me. Mm-hmm. And they were like, heavy, I swear. Like, it's never happened to me. And then it happened to me. And then I understood some, yeah. it, it was different people. I'd never dated them. I, I, other than a quick conversation being polite, it didn't, it didn't get into that. And it got really scary. They were showing yeah, up at my also, jobs. It was, it was really, really, really weird. But Abby, don't you feel like there's like a misconception that like being in the spotlight is like cool or easy? Like Giselle, for example, like, do you feel like there was a misconception that like being in the spotlight is easy and it's cool? Because you make money and you have fame, right? So it's got to be. 
Yeah, no, and I feel like people definitely romanticize it way more than it actually is. I mean, especially yeah. now with like, TikTok, you know, anyone can truly become like an influencer in the span of like seconds. So obviously many mm-hmm. people think that's but I mean, Ariel knows this as well, like, especially us, we've been kind of like, we've kind of had to work hard for every single thing that we've done, every project, every follower, you know, we've, we've yeah. kind of, it, it hasn't been like a process of, oh, we uploaded a video and now we're viral, and, you know, now we have a million followers. No, it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's been a whole long process, which is something that people don't necessarily know these days, all the work that really goes behind that. And yeah, to be honest, it truly is romanticized. I mean, it, it's not as it's not as perfect as it as it is, you know, being so so public and and having all that support. Yeah, because obviously having more followers means the expectations are higher and more opportunities. So, yeah, it can be it can be a lot. I think, I mean, I think that there's a big dehumanizing factor when you live life in like what I call the social bubble, because like you said, the more followers, the more Mm -hmm. attention, you know, the higher the expectations are, you have to look like this. You have to act like that. Well, why is she acting like this? She's sitting down with her hands crossed. She must be so upset. Something's wrong in her life. She looked that way. She didn't grab a piece of bread. She's probably anorexic. Did she lose weight? Oh my God. Is she depressed? Did she gain weight? Is she happy? She must be hiding a relation. Like, come on out people people are human beings like listen i gain weight i lose weight i like food okay it just is what it is there's no like i didn't like have this whimsical romance where i like fell in love and he swept me off my feet and life was great it's been me party of one and my dog my puppy and i work and sometimes you gain a little more weight you lose some you have better days worse days it doesn't mean your life is falling Mm -hmm. apart just means you're a human being with stress. When you guys are auditioning for new roles, that's stressful. Trying to get into character, <laughs> trying to make sure you nail the audition, then you're trying to wait. Are they going to call me back? Are they not? It's it's a process. But in the process, the public, the general public forgets that celebrities are human beings. Mm-hmm. And they treat them like possessions. Like you're yeah. mine. You're a celebrity, so you mm-hmm. have to do this. You have to be available. You can't be private. Your life belongs yeah. to me. And I I just, I don't see how anybody could make it through all of that completely unaffected. I just feel like that doesn't exist. It's not even realistic to be unaffected by stuff like this. I mean, have you ladies dealt mm-hmm. with stalkers or people that are like, oh my God, it must be yeah. so cool to be on TV. Like your life must be so perfect. And you have days when you go home and you just feel horrible. You feel like crap. You're having a bad day. You might be feeling a little depressed, down on yourself. Like wh- what are those moments really like? Cause that's the part nobody ever wants to talk about. Why? Because it's just not the cool thing to say that you're not perfect and you're not always like smiling and at attention and just wonderful. And I think that it's important to talk about the reality behind the amazing, happy Instagram posts that everybody sees, you know, and the red carpet outings and all that stuff. Like, who's going to sit there and be like, Oh my God, I'm so depressed today. I don't want to talk to people. I want to isolate myself. That's not cool. Nobody's posting about that. So you're going to post the best moments in your life, ideally, on your social timeline. 
but in reality what do you guys like when you're feeling down on days like that how do you deal with that how do you how do you cope with that whole process Giselle what's that like for you um no definitely I I feel like especially when people first like meet me they they sometimes feel like they know me because they kind of base their expectations on me based on what they see of me on social media and it's always you know perfectly mm -hmm. styled photos and it's you know so people definitely always think I'm in some sort of way until they finally get to know me and they see I'm completely different so it, it's funny because when I usually meet people um people who don't necessarily know me I sometimes tell them that I don't have to because I feel like people are just very quick to judge based on what they see and wow. yeah, I mean just in general it, it definitely makes me overthink everything you know every post has to be perfect it it's just this constant you know anxious thoughts and anxious feelings um, that are just brought on because mm -hmm. of social media and, and this generation you know having to look a certain way or having to hit the track or, or whatever so it, it's definitely draining sometimes for sure and and i'm even struggling so it myself draining. i uh you know I definitely am trying to figure out ways to to feel better and and not fairly overthink and and just take myself a little less seriously. <laughs> yeah. What about you, ladies? What do you think, Ariel? Yeah, I feel like I mean, I've I've pretty much had this my whole life because I've been in the industry since I was like nine years old, and then like people in high school and stuff, they would assume I was just like some super rich girl, and I, and they would give they would like assign me a personality type, and they didn't know me at all, and like even now, there are people online all the time that assume they know me and they just don't. So sometimes I've actually kind of told people, I'm like, I'm like, we don't know each other, like that, and like I'm just gonna be honest, I'm a super honest person, so I'm just like, I'm like I'm like the person you see online. I mean, yeah, it's still me. It's an essence of myself, you know, but it's just like, it's not, it's not Ariel in its entirety, you know? So I'm like, mm. I, I tell people a lot of times, I'm like, don't make your assumptions about it. Um, I mean, I think the healthy thing is just like, I think it's good to take breaks. I'm like, I'm, I'm an advocate for taking breaks from social media. And it sucks that it kind yeah. of is like a necessity, like just for the industry in general. But I kind of just post my stuff and I go. And I feel bad, like, if I'm not active, like, showing support and my friends post all, as much as I could. But it's just, like, sometimes I'm, like, I, I focus into something else. So I think it's just, like, it's healthier to split up or focus a bit, um, work on some different things at the same time. Like, you know, like, Giselle, you do your music and you do your acting. I think it's great to have, like, different avenues of, like, things to do because they, they're still connected, of course. But it's not putting, like, it all into one thing. And then mm -hmm. it's just, like... Feeling and that people pressure. Will, people have weird expectations. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, people will be like, oh, like, why aren't you, like, super famous yet? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. And like, yo, do you not know uh, how hard this is? <laughs> I'm like, do you not know how hard it is to book anything in the first place? I'm like, I feel like I'm doing pretty good, you know? But I'm like, or, and then some people think I'm way more famous than I actually am. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm <laughs> honestly, in an industry, I like creating. That's the coolest part about it. The first time I ever got mm -hmm. paparazzi I thought it was somehow a joke and someone set me up, but it ended up being legit. And I was like, nice. <laughs> and like the first time anyone asked my autograph, I don't know, I was like nine years old and I was like in changing like a dance thing. And girl kind of were walking in and my mom cussed them out and told them to get out because I was like naked almost. 
And then, um, so yeah, so then I walked out and ironically, I was wearing a shirt that said, no autographs, please. And then they asked me for my autograph. And so I kept the shirt. It's like super small. That's oh hilarious. That I cannot. I that That's amazing. And you can tell too with Ariel's facial expressions. Like when she's not having it, she's just not having it. There's no hiding it. No, you're, you wear your emotions on your face though. Like I feel like if you're just not in the mood to be bothered when somebody walks up to you, they're going to feel that energy. But most of the time they don't care. They'll be like, but can you give me an autograph anywhere? Can we, can we take a picture? I mean, I think that I'll, ev- I'll do anything. If someone's like, give me a picture and autograph. I'm like, yes, I will. <laughs> like, you know, like I will, I will do everything I can. I'm like, I, I just appreciate that someone knows me and I, you know what? Like, and wants to take carpet, the time to talk to you. Like, like, I just, I just like being appreciated. Like, I don't want to feel famous. I just want to feel appreciated for my work. I think that's yeah. just the coolest part about it. Yeah. yeah. So, absolutely. I can understand that. What about you, Lorna Lids? I mean, I know based on what the ladies were saying, I get all the time, oh, well, your shows must be trash because you're not verified on Instagram and you don't oh, have God. like half a million followers. So you're like a nobody. And I mean, I'm sitting there and I'm like, where do people come up with these stories? Like, what do you want me to and do? Should to I walk and should I prance like this and wave like this <laughs> and stand like a tree and be like in a corner? Like, I don't understand. I feel like no matter what I do, it's not going to be right. It's not going to be enough. It's either, oh, well, Abby, you look like you got so fat last year. Something happened to you. What's wrong? Wow. Is your life falling apart? Or, oh, my God, why do you look like you're losing weight so fast? Is something wrong with you? Like, do you need to talk about it? Um, No, I just like eating food. And for lack of better terms, a bitch gained some weight. That's just what it is. Okay, like, that's just what happened. I got, I had almost abs. My abs were almost back in march we're in a pandemic grab a pen dulce and then a pandemic happened right so mm-hmm. then what had happened was i got tired of doing the same workout in my living room every day and so i took a day off two days turned into two weeks and eight months <laughs> later i gained like a lot of weight but it comes off like it doesn't define me and so i think people's idea because even you Lorna Litz like whenever anybody's looked at the show and they've approached me they've been like oh wow like she's so big but like how do I not know her she's like not famous her followers must be fake and I was like (laughs) what (laughs) like it is so weird because they've said that about Ariel too they've been like oh she's probably like a fake actress because she only has like a hundred thousand followers and I'm like oh my god where do people get these (laughs) ideations of like what success is or what people are actually doing like seriously you can buy followers i could have half a million followers tomorrow if i wanted to uh, so many people buy followers and they buy verification and i can buy the verification but i'm not trying to do all that so like what do you think lorna litz since you fake famous I did not buy my verification. I am I am legit verified. No. You Google me, Lorna Litz Bias. She did not say. Hold on, she said Google okay. me. Okay. Listen, I worked <laughs> hard. I worked hard for my career, so I don't want anyone else out there to belittle my snap, hard snap, work. Snap, snap, snap. Yes. Okay. Tell them. Honey. But, yes, um, yes, yes. But you know, I do. I you know, I do feel like social media is a it is an illusion. That's what it is. You know, you put for your sure. best work out there. You put your best self out there. Um, but we are, are, you know, you know, we are, we all are humans and we have our days. Um, but, uh, you know, I have to say that 
I try to be as transparent as possible on my social media, but I do agree with Ariel on taking breaks. Um, if I'm not working, because for me, my social is a job. Like I do have clients I have to uh, promote different products and I have to put different things out there because I'm contracted with them. But if I'm mm -hmm. not working, then I do take a break. I, you know, I will take a one week break and people are just like hitting me up like where are you are you okay like you haven't posted in a long time and then i'll post and they're just like oh my god like where you been and it's because it's a mental break for me you know yeah. it's like i can't i can't live yeah. my life wait so i have media. to ask you a question so okay you ready serious question so what you're telling me is that your whole life does not revolve around social media no, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you sure? I mean, come on now. Your life doesn't revolve around social media. Listen. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't post sure. yesterday, then that means something me, must be wrong because you're not listen, posting. It's a job. It's a job. I, I literally have my agents tell me, you know what, Laura, let's you haven't posted in a week. I have three clients that are interested in seeing you. You got to update your story. And I'm like, okay, so I'll just post something. And sometimes my stories, like I'll have stuff saved that I did like three days ago. And I'm like, and I'll post a picture of me like in a restaurant having brunch with a girlfriend, <laughs> you know? So I could like look like, you know, I'm doing something, but really I'm at home, you know? And like that happened three days ago. And it's because I have to like maintain the, the activeness of my social media for my jobs. It's mm -hmm. a job. For me, it's a job. Social media is a job. You know, I became verified because I had a publicist for three years. And it was around the time that I was filming my reality show, Curvy Girl. And I was booking huge campaigns and I had, I needed someone, I needed a publicist. I, like, I was at that point in my career where it was beneficial for me to have a publicist. And through her, I got red carpet premieres. Uh, you know, I went to different award ceremonies. I got featured in magazines and I became verified. So, you know, it's a legit thing. I've been verified for seven years. Like, it's <laughs> Tell like, them. She said, I've been verified know? for seven. But here's what's crazy. The fact that anybody even has to give an explanation, which is why I asked you, is what's sad. Because yeah. why should I have to sit here and justify to you what I do for a living and my social media page? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's so weird to me. But I think that for everybody out there, if you're looking to be in the limelight, if you want to be famous you know, really understand what you're diving into. Entertainment is a business that is ever changing, constantly moving, and it comes with a lot. And you can not be, it's not for the weak of heart or faint of heart, as they say. And you really have to have thick skin because it will drive you absolutely insane. And it will really, it will really test you in a lot of moments. So, you know, for those that are out there struggling like Kodak Black, I'm definitely sending lots of love to him. You know, I wish people weren't so cruel and judgmental when someone is yeah. going through something. It is very difficult to be in the spotlight, be recognized and understand who's there for you because nine times out of 10, most people are there to see what they can get out of you. And that is a yeah. very, Adult. very debilitating, dehumanizing cold way of looking at somebody as a constant resource than a human being so 
I've loved this conversation today. Yeah. I feel like this is definitely much needed. It might Thank ruffle you. some feathers, but it's okay because it's the reality of the world okay. that we live in. Um, but Giselle, before we run, real quick, uh huh. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Real quick. She's so cute. Talking about Kodak Black. I'm yeah. actually in Call My Spirit's music video with him, and he was like such a sweet person to work with. And if you guys listen to the lyrics of Call My Spirit's, it's pretty telling. And that was done like few years ago so yeah yeah everyone that i know that knows him says that he is such a sweet person as an mm -hmm. individual like he might look a certain way that problem with society looks you gotta look like this because if you look like this then you for sure must be that you know so i just think that it's all about receiving people with more love and more kindness and just not being so judgmental just being open-minded to receiving a person for how they present themselves versus how they look or an, a, a blue check or a social media following like it's too much for me people seriously it's giving me headaches like it's a lot um but like i was saying before we run giselle i definitely wanted to know if you have anything coming up that you're working on um or anything we can look forward to that may be dropping soon I'm like, yeah. let's dive into your business for a quick second before you head out. <laughs> well, uh, we just uh, premiered a movie. Ariel's in it. Um, we played a <laughs> and it premiered on Hallmark. So we'll be playing um, this whole week. And you can just catch my channel. Um, and I also have another movie that's premiering in three days in theaters uh, in Latin America and Europe. And then also new EP release coming out in November. So, so exciting. <laughs> I'm like, you got a lot of stuff going on. I thought I was bad. <laughs> like y'all are coming for me on this one. Oh, you guys look so cute. Look at y'all. Um, it's like a little picture. <laughs> Everyone's colors are like so nicely coordinated. And then I come in and I just jack up the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's been a great episode for everyone tuning in right now. You can follow the show at Mia Podcast on Instagram. Also, you can keep up with all of us individually. My handle's at Abby Knights, at Lorna Litz to my right, right below me, at Monche Riel, because she's just so fancy like that. And then do you want to go ahead and let people know your website and where they can get additional information on you, Giselle? Especially your yeah. music. Hello. Yeah, so you can just kind of find me under the name of Giselle Torres. Giselle Torres. You can yeah, just kind of find her. So put in Giselle yeah. Torres and she will be there. <laughs> you can find me. Call my agent. Yeah. Google me. <laughs> Pull a Lorna lids. Google me. Google. <laughs> I love this though. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show, Giselle. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come chat with us on our Mia Thank podcast. You for me. I love this. Yes, we loved it too. It's all about women supporting and empowering each other. So we loved having you here. Until next time, you guys, it's been amazing. Besos. Hasta luego. Oh, yeah. <laughs>